Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley. As the Avs are technically allowed back to practice today, there is no games. Uh, Good news, bad news, good news sandwich here. Good news. You're muted, AJ. Going to be on the ice in like an hour. Yeah. So they have a practice. They are a go for that. Good news. Bowen Byram off the COVID list with the team expected to play Thursday. Bad news. Yesterday, Miko Rantan was added to the COVID list. But good news today is that he's not a positive test. It's just contact tracing quarantine for him right now, which means that he will not be good to go for Thursday, but could join the team sometime on their upcoming road trip. Neat. Um, it could have been worse, certainly there. We'll see exactly what happens. But as of right now, the game tomorrow and going forward are on for the Avalanche. <laughs> the universe is trying to do everything that they can to make sure that the Avs and, and Vegas don't play a full healthy game against a, each other. <laughs> a single regular game Yep, against one another. Before the playoffs, at very least. Yeah. So keep the shroud of mystery on that matchup, perhaps, is is the goal here. But with the Avs getting back into the lineup, initially, Philip Grubauer and Jonas Donskoy will certainly still be on the COVID list as well. So the lineup could get interesting. Um, beyond this, I don't. AJ, maybe you have more info on this than I do, but is, will Patrick Nemeth be good to go? Yeah, Nemeth should be ready to rock. So there you go. Uh, the Avs' defense will be the healthiest it's been pretty much all year. Obviously, EJ's still out, but that's pretty much a given at this point. So 
we'll see that defense with Byram and Nemeth on it. If that's the way the Avs want to roll, we'll see a forward core that will be down Donskoy. So at least one other call up will have to be used. Well, they were down Donskoy the last game that they played, so they don't technically have to do anything. I guess that's that. true. They can just keep running. Um, what they Soderberg, running. Soderberg rolling in, yep. replace Donskoy, and they can just continue with the Liam O'Brien thing. So there you go. Pretty straightforward on that front. Um, I, you expectations going forward. Dubnik going to get the the lion's share of the games while Grubauer is still on the COVID list? Yeah, so Grubauer will be back a week from today. He's eligible to start skating again. Yep. Um, so, so at least four games. Yeah. So it's tomorrow's game, uh, Saturday's game in St. Louis, and then the two games in Vegas. Yep. That they have... Until um, Grubauer returns, yeah. Until he's until they can start having the Grubauer uh, baby comeback conversation. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, Dubnik will be. I guess we'll see. This is what they got him for, right? Was yep. To avoid to avoid completely going in the hole if Grubauer missed time. Yeah, it's. The Avs, I guess, really are in a situation where if Dubnik has a bad game, they could throw JoJo back out there. But it's certainly a play it by ear situation if that's their plan. Against against St. Louis and Vegas, um, I guess you could. Yeah, uh, it's. Look, <laughs> against St. Louis and Vegas, the ideal situation would obviously be the Avs starting Grubauer as much as possible. But yeah, I mean, with that, with that, not as I mean, yeah. that's not real. It can't happen. So, um, I'm just, I mean, you got Dubnik for this. Like, you got him to be your backup. Understand that Johansson has played well against Anaheim. <laughs> Um, um, like keep that inside that box. Like, okay, great. I mean, just look at the reality of the situation. Uh, you wouldn't have gone out and got Dubnik if you didn't intend to play him in a situation like this. Yeah, if you were, if you, if they were completely comfortable with Jonas Johansson as the backup, then Devin Dubnik just would not be here. Yep. So. Sometimes it's that simple as far yeah. as that's Dubnik concerned. Dubnik should play the next four games for the Avs, and however they do, they do. Look, if they lose the first three of them and Dubnik plays like crap, sure. Give JoJo the fourth one. Why not? What do you have to lose? Another game? <laughs> yeah, very true. So if that's you know, if that's where they end up, you know, then that's where they end up. They're gonna be without ranting in um for the for the first two blues games. Yep. I would expect the first two blues games anyway. It, um, it certainly sounds like he won't be back before Monday, but we'll see. Yeah, I didn't hear I didn't hear Bedner on the radio today. I just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. 
it's it's all kind of at the turn of a dime right now with the Avs news when they go on these breaks. Were they was was there anything about um was there anything about Byram at all? Just that he's off the list. That's it. I expectations are people are going to see him on the ice today in 45 minutes now and that'll be the decision point I imagine. So yeah, I just I would like to confirm yeah, I, I, I mean, we're going to talk about it on the show, and it's going to suck if it's like, oh, yeah, no, he's actually not playing. Um, he's going to sit another game or two while he tries to get his legs, because it's been a couple of weeks, right? Yep. Which, it, I mean. The, the shutdown benefited him more than anybody, because he could. He gets a couple of days to at least get his yeah. lungs back, if not on the ice with the team, but. Yeah, it's it's uh, and the Byram situation isn't a particularly complicated one. If he's not good to go, it's very easy to just drop Jacob McDonald right back into the lineup. But yeah, because um, you're going to have Nemeth rolling in as well. Yep. So Nemeth and Byram would mean no McDonald. So yeah, you just play McDonald for one more game. So, or however many it needs to be, honestly, I don't, I can't imagine it would take very long for Byram to get back up to conditioning speed. It's not like it was a month and a half of no skating. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been, it's been a week and a half of sitting at home, basically. Yeah. Of not being being able to be around the team. And then they shut down. And so it was like, okay. Not knowing, not knowing what he did on his own. You know, to, to stay in shape, but I'm over this season because we don't know anything going right. on with any of these guys. You just you never get any info, and we can't. In they these won't, shutdown situations. They won't let us be there to physically look at anything, which is how we do this every year. Yep. So certainly a, a I'm really, tough I'm really all the way around. This. <laughs> I already don't feel great now. I'm annoyed by the, just thinking about this about this. We just don't know anything. Like it's we're just constantly in the dark about important things. Yep. And then it comes day of the game and it's like, well, okay. Like we're at the point now where it's just like, okay, well, when the game starts, yep. we'll see who's it's, playing, and then that's that. The they post the the lineup and that's the first info anybody has on it, basically. Yeah, if that's even correct. <laughs> their uh their social media lineup is regularly wrong. That yeah. is true. I mean it's 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 right often enough that you want to believe it, but it's wrong often enough that it gives you pause. Yep. And so you're just like, okay, well presumably this is what it is. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> I guess I'm still just sitting here in the dark waiting. We'll just we'll just pick the guys off as they and As they come onto the ice, then we'll know that they're playing. And to Colin's point in the chat, I think there's been three instances this year of someone taking warm-ups and then yeah. not showing up for the start of the game. So yeah. it's been uh, it's been a weird year. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a really frustrating year, and this break this break uh, really made me over this regular season. Yeah. Um, I've been enjoying the season like oh it's this this crazy sprint and 
guys are having great years and putting up awesome numbers and dudes from out of nowhere having career years and all of that is normal. Those things always happen every year, but it just it's happening in such a condensed timeline that it's just I don't know, it's been fun. But now I'm just like, okay. Get it done with. I'm over this. Yeah. And I'm sure some of this is because Colorado is is going to clinch a playoff spot. I mean, they would have clinched a playoff spot days ago yep. had they been playing. Had they won basically one game, all they had to do was win basically one more game, and they would have been able to clinch a playoff spot. Yep. The Evs win one game, and Arizona loses. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you very much, Andrew, for an insane super chat. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you very, very much. That is an incredibly generous amount of money. Uh, very much. I don't. I don't know what to say. I don't think we've ever gotten a two hundred dollars super chat before. So, new record for the DNVR Avs pod. Um, yeah, that's awesome. We really appreciate you, man. I don't derailed this podcast real quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what does Andrew want to talk about yeah, today? Dude, right? What does he get? What does he want us to say right now? Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, in any case, I mean, Vegas is going to clinch today. Look, clinching, clinching, clinching a playoff spot is not in a major just, milestone yeah. this year. In previous years, it was a big deal because it was like the abs waited until like the last week of the season. It was tense. Yeah. As teams above them were clenching and starting to starting to rotate in and, and, you know, put different guys in the lineup and they were acting. They, you know, they were doing things that teams who clinch early do. Yep. And the abs were going to get that freedom, you know, but the difference being that. First place is important this year. Like it, it, it matters for sure. Arizona or Minnesota in the first round, you know, uh, maybe St. Louis. In which case, if it's St. Louis, you're a little more. We talked about this yesterday. You're a little more like eh, finishing second wouldn't be the yeah, worst thing. Maybe you just let Vegas get away, but but you also don't want home ice in Vegas. For sure. In round two, if both teams get through. Like, you just don't want that. Yeah. It... You want home ice advantage. They've been great at home. You want, you want, and, and because of where they are in the league standings, we're having the President's Trophy conversation where, you you know, if they get, if they get through everything, the ads just sent us a, a thing. <laughs> Breaking news: Nothing is happening. That's my prediction. Okay, just telling us that practice is still a go for three p.m. Yeah, as expected. And that we will uh, will have uh, Bednar will speak after. There you so. go. So Bednar's presser in an hour. Tune into that. I'm sure everything they'll... that we're going to talk about will be made irrelevant by yep eight minutes of a Bednar presser. Basically, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean that's life. <laughs> when you um, do this many I think, thoughts. To be honest with you, there's no reason that they should not reschedule the missed games. It's only three of them. And 
two of the three teams need it for playoffs positioning. Yep. They're relevant. LA games. does not need the, the the LA games. They could, if they really, really wanted to, they could skip the LA games. But the but Blues and Abs have to make up that game. They already like they're already intending to extend the regular season by at least a week. It's yeah, super easy it's, to just drop already, those games in there. It's already been scheduled in the North Division because of Vancouver. Yeah, yeah you just drop. You put you put the Avs. You you so the Avs are scheduled. Their final game is at LA on the eighth. Um, you could then even, you could, what you do depending on the Nuggets schedule. The next yeah. week you come back. You you have the Avs play LA on the tenth and twelfth in Ball Arena. And then in, on the 14th in St. Louis. Yep. It'd be super easy to just keep it going for another three games. I think the playoffs are scheduled to start the 19th now, I believe. So if they're done by the 14th, they can still get four or five days off Yeah, uh, before the playoffs and be just fine. Well, and that's why I didn't schedule any back-to-backs there. If they really have to cram it in, then you do LA. You do the two LA games. If you on had the, to, sure. On yeah. the 10th and 11th. And and again, depending on the Nuggets schedule, because now they have to worry about that as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, it, look, the reality is this isn't a surprise that the end of the season for a significant portion of the NHL is just going to kind of be do what you have to to make it work. Mm-hmm. So there had to be at least some plan in place here for the NHL, but we can take our first period break on that note, as we are brought to you guys by Breckenridge brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get it at the DNVR bar, eight different kinds on tap. Also keep an eye out for the Breck brew seltzers. They're, absolutely delicious you can find them in a local liquor store near you if they're not sold out i know we've had many people here at dnvr struggle to find it because they fly off the shelves so if you see it grab it while you still can also brought to you by strava craft coffee the cbd infused coffee that has really changed lives you can head on over to stravacraftcoffee.com and get 25 percent off of your first purchase when you use code dnvr25 at checkout they're great stuff they're known to help many different aches and pains including migraines ibs other things as well so if you haven't tried them you can get it at the dnvr bar as well if you want to try before you buy the cold brew down at the bar Absolutely worth it. If you haven't come to the DNVR bar yet, now's the time. Also a great time to get an annual membership. When you sign up for that, you get a free shirt and mask included with all of our amazing content. You also get the big 22-ounce beers at the bar. So, Plus, you, you just have a great time with us in the lounge, things like that. It's just awesome. Highly recommend being a part of the fam. Yeah, and uh, capacities in bars are getting opened back up to 100%. So uh, the the real hard time that we have had during the pandemic of yep. being able to get everybody that wants to come by in we should be a little bit stop easier. turning people away as much. Which go get your uh, go get your COVID shots and then come vibe at the bar. Basically, word. That's the way to go. Uh, Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Rudo and AJ coming at you, just kind of rambling a bit about the Avs roster at the moment. Uh, An interesting point here in chat as well about the potential makeup games. There's a very real chance that those games don't mean a whole lot 
to the Avs. They could absolutely be the battle for first place, but there's a good chance that the Avs are also secure in their position and they can have the opportunity to kind of just play a bunch of bodies if they want to. Yeah, the I guess the upside, if you want to call it that, um, of this would be if they are in if they're secure in their position, then they may just not reschedule them. Honestly, yeah. Like, I I would say though that uh, the Cronkies aren't going to love losing out on two home games yeah. with fans in the building, yeah, or income certainly, yeah. Uh, so. I think they will try to do what they can. Looking at the Nuggets schedule, the Nuggets are on a road trip that entire week. So it'd be easy to schedule Avs games at home. Yep. They that's actually the last four Nuggets games of the season and they're all on the road. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that they finished like that. That's that kind of sucks. Um Yeah. So they have they have that entire week to do whatever they want with at Ball Arena, is what I'm saying. So Seems like games should be doable, and the Avs may have some flexibility with what they want to do with their lineup in those games as well. It's it, the Avs are in. All right, this is a weird way to put it, but despite having this pause because of the COVID outbreaks the avalanche hockey team is in a very good position to kind of just deal with whatever comes at the end of this season. They, as we've already said, they'll clinch any day now, basically as soon as Arizona loses a game, the Av- I think the Avs magic number is one when Arizona loses their next game. Yeah. Or so, the Avs win tomorrow and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then it's, it's over. Uh, so they're comfortable compared to teams like St. Louis and Arizona that, are going to have to scrap all the way down mm-hmm. just to make the playoffs. Where are they now? I'm so with the, with the abs off the last five days or whatever, I haven't been paying attention. Yeah. These last five days have very much been like reset mode for AJ and I yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Wow. Minnesota closed that gap. They're only five points back now. I mean, I wouldn't say they closed the gap. They made it closer. I mean, they've won four in a row, so. Sure. Um, Let's see. But. Yeah, I mean, in San Jose still has something to play for. Eh, barely. I mean, if we're talking about San Jose still being in it, then L.A. is technically still in it, too. Because they're only one point back, and they have games in hand. LA is almost more in it than San Jose is, honestly. Like, <laughs> like LA, LA is five points. LA is five points back with three games in hand on Arizona. So, man, Arizona, this this is the least. Um, this is like the least comfortable playoff spot Arizona could possibly be in. Yep, the Avs do have two games in hand on Vegas. I'd, the look, the key swing in that series is still going to be the final two games those teams play against each other. Like, yeah, once the end of next week, the position at the top of the West will be a lot more. Well, not necessarily. They could split, and then it's same as same going. But the top of this division is so silly. The Vegas has won seven in a row. The Avs have won four in a row. Minnesota's won four in a row. Yep. 
But these are the these three teams have just totally separated. Look, look at their last tens: Vegas eight two and zero, Avs nine one and zero, Minnesota seven two and one. Nobody the else in the division five hundred in their yeah. last ten. Like it's <laughs> it's just the the rich and the poor in the in the West for sure. Uh, yeah, at the beginning of the year when we talked about how bad the division was going to be, and then ten games into the season, people were like shit talking us, <laughs> and then they dunked for the rest of the year. Yeah, and then the the season played out, and it was like, huh. Turns out, this division's kind of bad. <laughs> it's actually the worst division in the league. Um, I see chat talking about it. Call up for Miko. I, I, I admire all of y'all's hope for guys like Cout and Newhook, but it's gonna be Jason Magno. And do you think it's gonna be Magno over Sherwood? I'm going with Magno. Yep. All right. Could be. Magno's my pick. Uh. Bedner said something recently about you got to reward the veteran guys. And I, my eyes rolled back <laughs> into my head and then they popped out of my ears and then they rolled out of my house and down the street. And I had to go and find them <laughs> using, using sonar. That's incredible. It was, it was a pretty intense reaction to something incredibly predictably, incredibly predictable from an NHL head coach. So, yeah, you can't Maitland and Chet. The Avs called up a bunch of dudes to the taxi squad, and anything that doesn't happen on game day with roster movement doesn't mean anything this year. Yeah, it, It's absolute nonsense, <laughs> the yeah. stuff that they do with their roster to try and finagle cap and control it's, and roster it's a little. And stuff. It's a little less true this year. Uh Yeah, so just looking, because when they go on road trips, they typically they typically don't do this stuff as much. So, uh, Cout was added. Magno was actually sent back to the taxi yeah. squad. He or got back to the Eagles. Back down to the AHL. And then, uh-oh. <laughs> there it is. There's the veteran, Mika Salamaki. Oh. There it is. I need them to stop. All right, chat. I'm trying to make a video on the entire Avs roster that's played for them this year. But I can't make it until they stop putting new players in the lineup. Well, and Mika Salamaki is a guy with NHL experience, too. I'm, I've am i been shocked that they haven't turned to him. How? I actually haven't looked at his AHL stats. Let me see how he's been doing. Is it at least solid? Not really. Yeah, well, I should have known. He has nine points in 19 games. Right. So it could be worse. But he scored in the last game that they played. And he has three points in the last four games. All right. Going to so, calmly ignore the fact that Cout had an eight-game point streak and not talk about that at all. That's what oh. I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Uh <laughs> Why? 
why why Mika Salamaki now? I guess is my question because you're right, AJ. You and I had him 100% pegged as a guy when they signed him in the offseason as, oh, this is totally the veteran that they'll call up. And then they didn't. Well, and the guy that they've ignored, all they continue to, Mike Vecchioni, nothing. Yeah, true. Definitely weird. Yeah. Weird decisions being made on the call-up side. So, wow, we're having this conversation again. <laughs> it can't be stopped. Uh, I'm looking at Kel's game log. Oh, yeah. This, hey. is an, this is an impressive game log. You brought it there, not me. I said I was calmly ignoring it. <laughs> Is that yeah. accurate? I'm just going to move on. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, if that... Eagles, the Eagles play tomorrow. so Which was annoying because the ads got canceled for a week. And there were no Eagles yeah. games to the watch. The Eagles because... were off for eight days when yeah. the Avs got canceled. It's the worst. Uh, interesting. Okay, so that is accurate. Uh, mm-hmm. The game that was scheduled for yesterday has now been moved to April 26th, which is next Monday. What? Uh, yeah. I don't let me look at the Av schedule and see how that works. I don't understand. How does that make sense? I don't know because they have a game then there already, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, there's a the Vegas, Vegas game. game. So that game has to be moved. So the Vegas game is gonna okay. get moved. So hold on. The Blues just rescheduled a bunch of bunch of their games, which includes one game against Colorado which was the 20th game, which is now scheduled for Monday, April 26th at 5 p.m. Mountain. We don't... Hold on. Thank you very much for the super chat, Trevor. Very appreciated. I really hate when stuff happens right in the middle of our show like yep. this. Breaking random news that we're finding out as you're finding it out, basically. Uh, so far, this doesn't make any sense. All that, If that is accurate from St. Louis, all that we know is this Vegas game on Monday is going to get moved. I'd be good with that. I'd be fine with it, too. <laughs> you know what they would be really smart to do? Move both of the Colorado Vegas games to the very end of the season and have them nationally televised and put a huge spotlight on it. One that would be dope. And be like, decide the Western Division. So it looks like the reason they did this is just to limit travel. This way... Well, because the Avs are already in St. Right. Louis. And so way, if they only have to two. make up one game, then keep them there right. and, and let them play three, play out all three St. Louis games and then let them go. Yep. And then, and that would be it. They'd be done with St. Louis then. So are they four and one against the Blues this year? Yes. I thought they were three and one, but they have, they have five yeah. games played. Because they won uh, last Wednesday. And then they split the opener, and yeah, they won the other two at the start of April. So four and one. Pretty swag, to say the yeah. least. So they've guaranteed themselves a series split. I don't... Three games to go. I don't know how you take Logan O'Brien out of the lineup at this point. He got two assists in their last game. So. Oh. 
<laughs> Can we not? I, you know what? The I will say the first one, so the, just revisiting that goal, we didn't give nearly enough credit to JT Comfer. Yeah, he did all the work along the way. Yeah, he, that was all him. And then, like, O'Brien had, like, the cute little backhanded pass. It was a nice play. Um, fine. The tip was great, though. Like, yep. The tip was legitimate. That was a that's a great tip. So, I was I like that one way more. And yeah, I'll look. I think I would replace him. You might replace him, AJ. But have you ever I heard would. of a hockey coach replacing a guy who got two points in the last game? I would a hundred percent replace him, especially after it's been eight days and it's like. I hear you. I hear you. Lose, you. you lose rant. You lose offense in Rantanen, and you have a guy that you ex- like. It's great that he got two points, but you're not expecting offense out of that guy. True. The other side of that is who do you move up to the top line to play with, presumably McKinnon and Landeskog? Hard, hard thinking here. Well. What I would do is not what's going to happen. I know. I know. Chat knows. Everybody knows. What would you do? If you were Bednar, what would you do? Uh, I would move up Barakovsky and just live with it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I would drop Calvin. Yeah. I, I mean, in a perfect world, sure, but I'm I, I'm not that hopeful. Not, not so much like, oh, need to... You know, not so much like he, he's earned that or whatever, but like the lineup is kind of just going. Why mess with it? Yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like there needs to be a lot of messing with it. And so I would just take like, okay, great, have count, drop count in on the spot and let the lineup on the right keep running. side yeah. on next to your top line. And if he hardcore holds you back, then he hardcore holds you back, and you change something. Yep. Uh, the problem is, is they just don't really have very many like right wings, and adding in Soderberg means that one of those guys has to move over to the left. And we saw Sod earlier at the start of the year. Sod's not very great. Not, not was not very good on the right side, and yep. Matushkin. Again, I don't know why you would want to break up Nachushkin and Jost at this point. They are soups good next to each other. The fear is that they just throw Comfer into that spot and then put Mika Salamaki on your fourth line. It, it's going to be weird regardless. There you go. The easiest name change. Just put Ranta in for Ranta in. Problem solved. Short version. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're looking for a right wing. He is one. Sample Ranta's right there, baby. <laughs> so, the short answer is mess with the lineup as little as possible. Don't overhaul everything to replace one spot. Uh, chat is very split. I've seen a ton of names. In chat, there is no there is no consensus. Saad, Newhook, Nachushkin, Soderberg. Uh, you even have calls for Calvert up there, but Calvert's not going to play. So, <laughs> so sorry. I just want to get back to the schedule thing real quick. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually um, so St. Louis, it's funny because St. Louis 
put out a press release that said the NHL has announced several changes to the schedule. And I went straight to the NHL's actual media site, and that is they have not announced anything yet. So the Blues jumped the gun on this, just timing-wise, yeah. but it's pretty funny. Um, Blues win early. Their, their schedule now goes to May third through May 13th. The, the Blues does. Yeah, the Blues schedule. Yep. Um. Soderberg can't play on the right side. Yep. He has to play on the left because his left eye is bad. Yeah. So he plays on the left. His right eye can see the center of the ice. Or, you know, he can just play blind. But that doesn't work out too well most of the time, at least in Soderberg's case. Uh, we do need to take our second period break here as we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. You can head on over there. Use code DNVR when you sign up to a new account and get 26 to 1 odds betting on UFC 261 this weekend. You bet on the title fight. You pick the winner to take home the belt. You bet 5 bucks, You can win $130. It's a great deal to jump on right now. Of course, you can also bet on other sports, soccer, basketball, hockey, football, you name it, you can bet on it. Cycling's on there. European short stick hockey. There's ridiculous things. If you actually like dig into some of the stuff you can bet on, crazy stuff. Highly recommend you check them out today. Again, remember to use that DNVR code when you sign up to get the 26 to 1 odds boost and check out their daily odds boosts as well. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download their top-rated app now. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We are also brought to you by Solus Meds. You can, right now, through the rest of April... Get yourself signed up for a trip to Jamaica as you go on down to Solace Meds. You can check them out at solacemeds.com slash sweepstakes for more details. Hit them up. They have a bunch of amazing products. You know we love our CBD here at DNVR. So why not check out one of their four locations in Colorado, wherever you are, whether it be Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, and one just a couple blocks away from the DNVR bar down on East Colfax. If you're in Oklahoma City, they also have a couple of locations there. So hit them up. Go to solacemeds.com. That's S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com to purchase. You can just get it right online if you prefer. Check them out today. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So as the schedule is changing right in front of our eyes here, does it really matter at all for the Avs? I mean, they're still going to play every other day for the rest of the regular season regardless, right? What? Does a ske- Do schedule changes really matter that much for the Avs? Because – it, maybe the team they play changes, but they play every other day at minimum, regardless. Yeah. So not not really. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's really, and it's just three games here. Right. Like it's not a massive overall. Yeah, this is not this is not like when, earlier in the year when they had like ten days worth of games that they had to like drop into the schedule. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm. I don't. 
I don't know that it, it matters much at all. I would say them moving that Vegas game helps Colorado. I don't disagree, or at very least, you assume the Avs will be relatively healthier whenever that game gets dropped back in. Yeah, because the the Avs are what's their record against them right now through six games? Three, two, and one. That's it. Thank you. Three, two, and one. Uh, one more win. And they guarantee the series. Yep. They guarantee the head to head. Yep. And that could be a thing that's important. They're neck and neck in points, you know. Yep. Um see. The media site up now because I'm digging into stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm waiting for the actual like it would be great if they would actually do this announcement while we're sitting here. Yeah. <clears throat> They've clearly already rescheduled all the games. Um. Yeah. So the abs. The abs currently have. And so tiebreakers. Remember, tiebreakers go. Uh, wins. It's it's wins regulation and then row. Yeah, it's regulate. It's it's wins regulation wins and then row. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. It's regulation wins row and then wins and, and then, then just overall wins. Yeah. And then head-to-head. Yep. But. And right now, the Avs have, it's, you know, the Avs, the, even though the, the Vegas has two more games played and they have two more overall wins, the Avs have a 27-25 to 25 regulation win advantage. Yep. And Rose is 31-30 for Vegas. And keep in mind, Vegas plays again tonight. So these numbers, the this this two games in hand becomes three games in hand by the end of the night. Yep. So definitely room for the Avs to maneuver themselves. Yeah. There. So the Avs, the Avs already have they even with all of that, they have the regulation win. They have the the first tiebreaker goes to them right now. Yep. Assuming that they play the same number of games, if they were going by points percentage. That also goes to Colorado. Regulation wins also goes to Colorado. Um, Rose is an advantage for Vegas, and wins is an advantage for Vegas. But then head-to-head... Colorado would be, would be ahead right now. You know, Colorado yeah. has it right now. So moving that Vegas game on Monday um, and playing three straight against the Blues, bummer because that's like a pre-playoff series. If these two teams play each other in the first round... You know, if the abs do well in that three games, let's say that they go two and one and they finish they finish the season six and two against St. Louis. Do you feel pretty hard? Yeah. Yeah, you're feeling good about it, but it's also like this is gonna be hard to repeat in the postseason. Well yeah, very true. It's especially when you get things like three game sets, right? This it gives a team footage to look at it gives a team a feel for what that type of series is going to feel like look like and there honestly it's an interesting conversation for the playoffs as a whole um that teams are going to be more ready i think than any season before for the opponents in the first round 
and yeah. and don't get me wrong like obviously in a normal year they're looking at footage of, of the teams leading up to the playoffs but they have eight games directly against whatever opponent it is they play in the first round to work off of as a team um so i think that'll be super interesting this year especially yeah. around the league like yeah We've talked a lot about how the Avs aren't afraid of anyone in the in the playoffs, but if you're looking at some of these like middling teams, like you have, eh, sure, you take the Islanders and Pittsburgh as two and three in the East, just as an example. It might not end up that way, but those are the type of series that I think are super duper interesting. Yeah, this year, the the East is going to be crazy because it's four teams that have very clearly separated themselves at the top. Yep. All jockeying for position, all positions one through four. Yep. They're four points separate first and fourth, I think. So that division's fun. Uh, it Look, I, I don't know. This is the type of year where you have to be ready for anything. Because on any, on any given day, at any given moment, you don't know what your schedule is going to look like. You don't know who you're going to play. It teams slot in, slot out. And, and like, I know a I lot of it's, people. It's fun in every other division, but this one. Um, Cause if you look at all the other divisions, like it's pretty definitive. Yeah. Yeah. Like though the race for first place in central involves three teams. Yep. And then there's a three-team race for fourth place. Yep, that's like that's a lot of that's a lot of jockeying for position. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Six of the eight teams are are playing for something that matters. There's a there's every night is an important. Yep, you know something is Four something points, is really, happening yeah. tonight. You know the the North has gotten interesting. As because it's come back to earth a little bit. Well, so Toronto has Toronto has cooled a little bit, but Montreal has totally fallen apart. Yeah, which and has let Calgary back in. That opens the door. It, a less so Calgary and more so Vancouver. Vancouver. Sure, They're just because they have so many games left to yeah. play. Yeah, and if they get and we've talked about it, if a team gets hot during this season when they're playing all the time, it's easier than ever to just keep the good mojo going. There's no schedule break in there, especially the way that Vancouver's is. The problem with Vancouver is, okay, they they make this crazy run. They knock Montreal out. They're going to be completely exhausted yep. when the postseason starts. They're going to be totally spent. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's both sides of the coin, though. Yeah, they'll be exhausted, but also they snuck into the playoffs. They've been wicked hot, and they know they have nothing to lose. Yeah. So I mean that's the other thing though. If they get in, they're playing with house money, they're playing with all the momentum in the world. They have a whole us against the world mentality. Yeah. They everybody's rooting for them because their story is awesome. Because it's like, hell yeah, go and get it. Like back to back wins against Toronto have been fun. They've been fun. It's hockey. I'm I'm actually really excited to watch the end of the season. I think the last two weeks of the season are going to be awesome. Uh, super chat. Thank you. Let's go. Evs. What would happen to a team that gets COVID during a playoff round? 
to be determined. Yeah, Ted. who the hell knows? To be determined. The answer to that. That obviously <laughs> they shut that series down, and I think the other ones just keep rolling. You just play out what you can play out while yep. you're waiting for that series to get back on track. Yeah, pretty much. There's not really. There's just not really a lot else they can do. Well, I mean, what the the question is also what qualifies as a team getting COVID because we've seen the NHL play games this year when a team has three, four, five guys still on the COVID list. I think Vancouver coming back had seven guys still on the COVID list for their first game. Yeah. So it's not even exactly clear what would fully shut them down. The league's desperation to just try and finish the season yeah, has increased as the year went on. Because you yeah. remember when the Avs first shut down, they shut down for what? It was like a week and a half. Yep. I, there were games that were getting shut down for one positive COVID test earlier right. in the year. Like. And there was just uncertainty over the transmission and, oh, my God, how this could get so much worse. Yep. We don't know what's going on. Right. And remember, like Dallas, Dallas had a COVID shutdown before the season even started. Yep. And so this has been a consistent thing throughout the year. It's why the conversations about bubbles have existed, because, you know, for as much as the players hated it, the bubble worked. Not a single positive test. And now that they've let these guys go out and make decisions and be out in the wild and live their best lives. Lots of positive tests. Lots of positive tests throughout the season. So it's a really tough spot to be in, especially as, as more teams get vaccinated. And for the, for the record, I don't, I just want people to understand that players have the option to not get vaccinated. Yep. Who like, does and doesn't is not public knowledge. And I asked and they were like, we're not going to make that public. And I was like, of course you're not. <laughs> but just because a team was vaccinated doesn't mean every player on it. Yep. Went that route. So just saying, don't make that assumption. Because every time somebody tests positive for something, you know, the, the last the last couple of days here, it's been like, I thought he was vaccinated. And then you have a huge brawl in my mentions about the efficacy of vaccinations. Yeah. Which, please stop. <laughs> I understand everybody has thoughts and opinions, uh, but none of us none of us are experts on the topic. And I just can't watch you guys keep fighting about this. <laughs> I just can't. So. And, Point being, this is going to be a really weird yeah, end it, of the season. The and, roller coaster is far from over. Yeah. We don't know the answers to those things. We don't know what kind of shot they got. Um, I've been told that they got one of them that would require a second shot but we don't know. We have no confirmation. They won't they won't tell us specifics. Yeah. They don't want any they don't want to provide any transparency ever again. 
This is going to be the one organization in the league that tries to keep the COVID protocols in place for as long as they possibly can. Oh, we just can't let media come back into the locker room. Sorry. Yeah. Is what it is. Coming. Certainly doesn't make our job any easier, but, you know. That's what it is. I mean, the Avs, nothing has really changed with the Avs' outlook on the season, right? They're still arguably the best team in the league. They're going to come back to it. We'll see. Maybe they have a little bit of a slow start from the break, as is uh, mm. common with this hockey team, with any hockey team, to be honest. Um, the, but, rust, the rust will be there. Um, we'll see how this goes, man. They're in a... <clears throat> they're in a really they're they, they honestly they're going to be in kind of a tough spot because they're going to be playing a desperate St. Louis team that needs absolutely every single point. Yep. And if they get off, you know, if they lose all three of these games in St. Louis, probably the division. Probably, but and then if because if they also keep in mind if they lose all three of these games in St. Louis, Minnesota's only five points back. Yep. So now you're fighting for home ice. Look, it's it's gonna be interesting down the stretch no matter which way it turns. I don't think anyone in the West is gonna run away with anything, to be honest. So yeah. That's that's where it is right now. No one no one gets to coast too much until a little bit later. Yeah. Like the 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 Knights are gonna clinch tonight. The Avs may clinch tomorrow, and then Minnesota will clinch next week. Yep. And like, okay, great, they're in. But clinching really doesn't mean much. Yeah, like clinching will be exciting, but not as exciting as recent years because they're not in a do or die race yeah. for every single you know we're sitting here watching president's trophy standings and like it's very first world problems in right? previous years clinching was the end of the list like you were either clinched or you didn't it's not yeah. clinched and then it's a good way to put it that was like the last the last box to check on your regular season to do yeah this. yeah exactly and that won't be the case this year it will be like Chase West Division, Chase President's Trophy. Yep. You know, maybe chase an award or two. Yeah. So there you go. Where do you um, think Jared Bednar is in the Jack Adams this year? Where do I think he is, or where do I think he should be? Where Where would you just personally? Where would you have him in that? I don't want to talk about player awards. I'm curious about how you feel about this one, though. Top three. Really. I don't think he wins it, but I'd have him <clears throat> I, in my head. I had him around third. Who do you think wins it? Oof, man. And so based on what I know about the award and how it's really just a goaltending slash best uh, turnaround team, I guess, is that the right best comeback team of the year? Like unexpectedly good. Yeah, uh, that's a good way to put it. Unexpectedly good would be Quinville. Okay, because I have Q winning it too. Because we everybody's just been waiting for Florida to drop, and when Ekblad got hurt, we just kept waiting. 
and they just, just kept, kept rolling. Waiting. Yep. And here they are right now, three points ahead of Tampa Bay, tied with Carolina. Now they have more games played than both teams. So, you know, but he's done a great job down there. Yep. So perfectly yeah. fine with Quinville. I think Rod Bod deserves one as well, even though Carolina has been good for a while now. But that is what it is. Eh, everyone in the North, I don't care about. Minnesota's head coach, whose name I can never freaking remember. Yeah, what's his name? Evanson. Thank yeah. you. Eva Evanson? I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I just can't. I just can't remember his name. I don't know why I always draw a blank on him. <laughs> you don't win. Jack I can picture Adam. him. I could pull. I could. I could pick him out on the street. And usually that's the opposite for me. I would know somebody's name, but I wouldn't know them if they walked up yeah. and said hi to me because I have face blindness. Uh, I don't think you win a Jack Adams for finishing third in the division, though. That's the thing. And and look, there's there's time left. Maybe Minnesota goes on a run at the end of the year. but They'd be first in the North. Yeah, sure. But the North is irrelevant. I'm just saying, like, based on their points percentage right now, they'd be first place team in the North. Is it is it their fault that they are behind one and two in the NHL? In Vegas and Colorado? No, but look at, like, they'd also be behind Carolina and Florida and even Tampa Bay yeah, in the Central. But I'm also, but the, those were all teams except for Florida that we came into the season with expectations. Hell, Evan predicted Florida. He had Florida making the postseason on our big prediction show. So at least somebody had expectations, but nobody was talking about Minnesota much outside of they might they might make the fourth spot in the in the West. Yeah, I mean they've outperformed expectations, but as part of that, as Ian is talking about here, Kirill Kaprizov running away with the Calder. Unless you still want to give it to a goalie, which I don't. No, I think Kaprizov is your easy Calder winner, man. Um, there really shouldn't be a conversation elsewhere about it. It's it's his. Well, Jason Robertson's been a revelation for Dallas, but it's Kaprizov's Calder. Yep. Much agreed on that one. Um, anyway, I don't know. I think, well, I, honestly, I just kind of think the awards this year are really easy. Yeah, most of like, them are super straightforward. McDavid, McDavid wins the heart. Vasilevsky wins the Vesna. Kaprizov wins the Calder. Quinville uh, wins, the Jack, wins, Adams. wins the Jack Adams. I said I didn't want to talk about uh, individual awards, but what else? What else is there? Um, I guess the Selkie. I don't know. The only interesting one really would be the Norris. I think. Um, yeah. What would happen with the Norris? You still have Hedman up there, but. John Carlson's just not going away as far as production is concerned. He's the exact same amount of points as Hedman at the top of all defensemen. Um, after that, you know, you get into conversations. I don't think Adam Fox has any business being in the Norris conversation. So Norris, I think, is becoming fascinating because one, we don't know how to judge defensemen still. Yep. But 
more and more the voters are leaning on analytics to yep. drive the North conversation more so than any of the others. And that's why a guy like Fox is going to be louder and louder and louder. The voting block continues to get younger. Maybe not so this year with hand selected. <laughs> I'm super curious uh, who a uh, friend of the pod, Peter Paw, votes for for Norris. Should be interesting. I will absolutely be judging his uh, his ballot harshly. <laughs> Watching you, Pete. Um, it's going to be interesting this year, though, because there's no runaway. And offensively, like, where do you, how do you value Kale McCarr? Yeah, he missed some time, but he's been, he's a point he's, per game defenseman. He's the only point per game defenseman in the league. But his underlings are also astronomically good. Yeah. Freaking incredible. Yep. But how do you, how do you balance that versus, like Sam Gerard and Devon Taves have insane underlines as well. And Gerard is right there in this in the points as well. Yeah. It's really hard. And it's like, well, Adam Fox is the only decent defender on that team right now. Yep. You know, like Ryan, I guess Ryan Lindgren is acceptable. Keandre Miller will, is, is like a fine young player, but there's like a legit three headed monster in Colorado on defense. Well, you know, and- you look at New York and you see their power play lives and dies on Adam Fox. Yeah, like they almost entirely run through him when it's well, and, and we've seen Sam Gerard, Kale McCarr, those guys roll in. Yeah. And the power play kind of just it just keeps doing what it's doing. Yeah. yeah. It looks it it, def, it operates differently, but production wise, it just kind of hums right along. At least the first unit, yeah. 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 <laughs> the second unit has been MIA for a while. Yeah. It's really been quite a while. Um, so that one's interesting. The Rockets gonna go to Matthews, especially now that Ranton's gonna miss a couple games. <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean Matthews, he wasn't dude, he wasn't. Yeah. We already Misha, we have the we have the Norris men shirt that just dropped. Yeah. We have a four horsemen shirt. Yeah, we have the four, guy. the four Norrisman. We don't need a. <laughs> we don't need a three-headed monster. Yep. We might have jumped the gun a little on Bo and Byram. We were just that excited. No, he good. Trust us. Yeah. <laughs> For a teenager to put up the defensive metrics that he has. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that all this conversation is not going to matter when Bowen Byram overtakes all these guys in two years. There you go. That easy. Uh, hype is real on Byram. Uh, it's... I don't I think AJ put it well. A lot of these awards are really straightforward this year. Yeah, there's not really a lot of debate. Now, if they wanted to do individual awards for the divisions because of how the season played out, like division MVPs and stuff, that'd be cool. Yeah. That would be way more interesting. Yep. Way more interesting. Cool. So we're putting that in our back pocket for an off-season show. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Look, if the abs season finishes on the fifteenth or whatever, and they don't, their postseason series doesn't start until the nineteenth. Then, 
We got days to fill. Yeah, we've got <laughs> postseason. We've got postseason previews, and we've got awards to talk about. We've got all kinds of stuff that we can do. There poor you go. Graphic, poor graphics department. Yep, graphics department gonna be slammed. <laughs> yeah, for the record, like Jason, Jason Robertson has to. He's got to keep it up to be involved in that. Yep. So. Yeah, anyway, graphics department, we're coming for you guys. Once the NFL draft is over, gloves are off. Yeah. We're no longer like the third little brother sitting around getting pushed to the back all the time. You guys are never the third little brother sitting around. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Are we? Uh, who Who else self-produces at DNVR? Yeah. Rockies. I mean, the Rockies. <laughs> Rockies does. The Broncos do. Yeah, Sometimes the, the Nuggets are, are going to have to next week. Yeah, see, it's not – It's it's – it's fine. I mean, you know, the Nuggets the Nuggets get first dibs on the studio, but it is what it is. <laughs> That's why we have two of them now. Yeah, true. They had to build a whole other studio. In any just, case. Just there's so, more just, people. Just so we can feel loved. Yep. <laughs> Clearly it works because we're we're very loved. Yeah. Everything's great. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> no complaints, man. Uh, anyway, and my, only, my only complaint is that we're not there now. I'm so ready to fast forward through the rest of this regular yep. season. I'm over it. Let's get, get through. Let's get stuff. through the regular season. Let's get a 9.1 patch and let's let's roll. Let's get let's get to the fun parts of life. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I guess we'll finally wrap up the show here. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening. However, you consume the pod, we appreciate all of you. Whether you watch on YouTube, where you be sure to like and subscribe if that's where you check us out, or you can always listen to us in podcast format as well. We will be back hopefully tomorrow night for a game pod. I believe we're live in studio tomorrow night. So, yeah. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Be sure to uh, tune into that one. No jorts today. We're up in the ante on jorts. You gotta, you gotta go big with donations for jorts. Two hundred dollars is is incredible, but the uh, the chat has to come together and give more than that if you want jorts. That's all I'm gonna say on that matter. Can we? <laughs> we need to significantly raise the bar. Yeah, on the no, like we've stepped it up. The first time was a hundred, <clears throat> then they hit two fifty. Next is five hundred. If y'all donate five hundred, we can bring the jorts back. I don't. I don't foresee y'all donating five hundred. So, or you could just go to our TikTok and watch Rudo in jorts. He's amazing on there. Yep, that's true. Check out our TikTok. You get jorts for free there. Uh, <laughs> that is it. Thank you again. We will talk to you all tomorrow. <laughs>